Visible is a wireless carrier that is not invisible. It is pretty clear from the name, actually, radio waves are invisible. And I can say this with authority as a licensed amateur radio operator. That being said, Visible won't be giving you the power to see light outside the visible spectrum. It's actually way better because having that ability would make getting around very difficult and distracting. What you do get with Visible is unlimited 5G data powered by Verizon. You get one line of wireless, just $25 a month, which is great in these times of economic uncertainty. That is one line for $25, taxes and fees included. So whatever you're doing at this moment, please stop. Switch immediately. Now, monthly rate on the Visible plan for data management practices and additional terms, visit Visible.com. Wir gerne sehen in was ist los. It's dein Freundo Seth. I'm learning German. Yeah, in case you didn't know what that was. That is me trying to impress you with the little German that I know. Right now, I am actually learning German. I took it in high school. I goofed off the entire time. I did some other language learning apps. They taught me things like where the taxi stand is and how to find a bus, um, but not a lot of conversational uh German. Thankfully, that's what Babbel is all about. Babbel teaches you language conversationally, which let's face it, that is what you want to know anyway. I don't know. When I was in school, you learned like how to count. You learned like the colors. You learned the shapes. Those are all important things, but they don't help you when you're in uh, like Cologne, Germany with Ein Nierenstein, which by the way is German for kidney stone, uh, an experience I can unfortunately speak personally to. But I've been using Babbel to learn to speak German again, uh, better than I have before. I actually really like it because it is conversational. It's a little bit more relaxed. One of the things that it does that I really like is it'll sometimes show you what the literal English translation is. And I don't know why, but I find that very helpful in sort of understanding the structure, the grammar of a language and sort of putting myself into that mind space. Since I'm only in Germany for Gamescom, which is like a week, week and a half, I'm not immersed in the German language. I'm not immersed in German culture. So what I do is the second best thing. I'm taking Babbel. Hopefully this year when I go to Germany, I'll be able to impress all the Germans with how much German I know from learning through Babbel. The app has pronunciation recognition, so you'll be able to learn how to speak better with your accent, how to actually properly pronounce the words. That way you won't get made fun of by a, a group of older German men because you said Apfelstrudel and not Apfelstrudel. Um, no, it's really cool. Uh, I'm going to say right now there is a special limited time deal for our listeners. Right now you can get up to 60% off your Babbel subscription, but only for our listeners because you guys are the best ones, by the way, at babbel.com slash realm. Get 60% off at babbel.com slash realm. That is spelled B-A-B-B-E-L dot com slash realm. Rules and restrictions may apply. What's up, everybody, and welcome to another episode of Nintendo Voice Chat. I'll be your guest host today. I'm Sam Claiborne, 
and I'm here with Jack DeVries. I'm not allowed to host anymore. Yes. And, uh, For good reason. And Audrey Drake. Hey, everyone. Who is now an official IGN editor. Heck yeah. Associate editor. Yes. <laughs> um, congratulations. Thank you. I believe you, this is your you. first podcast in an official capacity. It is. It is. I've, wow. I'm gracing NVC with my first official associate editor podcast. Your first video review. <laughs> it with us. <laughs> and you may notice we're a couple voices short this week because Rich is at a, an event, which I don't think has anything to do with uh, Nintendo. Yep. So... Hey everyone, I'm playing the 3DS. I haven't <laughs> figured out my rich voice yet. Yeah, and we'd be Studio. doing pair impressions too, but we're not very good at that. But yeah, Pear and Fran are very busy. It's been a busy week. And uh, I believe uh, a lot of that has to do with uh, the 3DS arriving in our offices. But we'll get to that. First, uh, I just wanted to give a, a quick shout out to Jeff Japan, because uh, stuff's going down there that's very sad. And uh, we, we're, we're you know thinking about them. And we love Japanese video games so much. So I think, I think much. it means a lot more to... Uh, us, us here in the offices than your average American Joe, because I remember playing Japanese video games from a very young age, although I didn't know they were Japanese. Did you guys know Nintendo was Japanese? I, I didn't know when I was really young. I didn't, yeah, I didn't think of Nintendo as a Japanese company. Especially with like Super Mario Brothers. I was like, oh, these Italian games are fantastic. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I didn't think of Sega as Japanese either. Which yeah. just kinda and Sega, weird. I think, was actually founded by an American yeah. and then mm-hmm. moved to Japan and became a Japanese company. Nintendo's been a, a company in Japan for a very long time. Mm-hmm. 1800s, right? With the, they started with the Hanafuda. Yeah, do you have a pack of those? I've mm-hmm. seen I've seen some in yeah. my office. They're really yeah, cool. Yeah, it's awesome. It's got Mario stuff. I don't on know it. how to play that game. Though. I don't know how to play it either, but I have the cards. One I, day. I don't know how to play One mahjong day. or Chinese checkers for that matter. Oh, mahjong is fun. Yeah. Is it? Yeah. Can you drink Teach and play us. mahjong? Well, I drink and do everything. So. <laughs> I mean, Jack's having an alcoholic. <laughs> have you tried the 3D right effect with being? No, here? we have yet to test that. No. Um, maybe today. Next order of business. So, in honor of Rich not being here, we're gonna do a segment called "What Hath Thou Been Playing." <laughs> wow. So Jack, what hath thou been playing? Um, well, I just got finished up with a bunch of uh, MLB 2K11, the baseball game. That stands for uh, 2011. Major... Yes. <laughs> also stands ah. for Major League Baseball. <laughs> um, you weren't playing on a 3DS, correct? No, no, there is no 3DS version of it. Um, yet. Yet. Uh, I'm sure next year there will be a 3D baseball game, and that should actually be kind of cool. Um, the show... I'd imagine the depth perception just for like pitching. And stuff yeah, the show really did cool. uh, 3D stuff for their baseball game on the PS3, and it actually made pitching really cool. Yeah, did you like, have to dodge the ball? Like, ah! Yeah, well, it made it stuff. easier to get the depth perception down and like get your timing mm-hmm. up. Which Does it make you blink when it comes at you? Yeah, it's not that scary. <laughs> <laughs> You're not like... Actually, in catcher mode, it is a little frightening because that, that's when you, the ball actually is just being thrown at your face. Yeah. <laughs> so That's funny, though, that catcher mode, cool. actually. I didn't know games did that. Yeah, yeah all the baseball the games let you um, have some sort of like kind of career progression mode where mm. you actually create a player and you only play that character mm, that's funny so if you're like in the right field you just only play as a right fielder yeah it's like baseball rpg style yeah it is it's kind of cool um and then uh i've moved on to tiger woods so we're playing tiger woods you I'm are the new mo- nate ahern i am the new nate sports <laughs> games i said i knew what sports are and now i'm playing all the games yeah we were in a meeting the other day and somebody was like right you know raise hands who here's into madden and uh, i was surprised that i think jack and colin were the people that mm-hmm. raised their hands and guess who's doing Madden now? Yeah. You Col- are? Colin's got Colin. 3DS. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Audrey Drake. No. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, sports games. What sports have you games. been playing? Not sports games. Um, I've been playing the Pokemons and the entirety of Steel Diver, mm-hmm. <laughs> which I'm Have reviewing. you been playing black or white? Uh, white. I have a copy of black, though. I'm going to start my playthrough, hopefully this weekend, so I can get all of the exclusive Pokemons from that one. Mm-hmm. 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 I've been playing Pokemon as well. Uh, not a fan of Pokemon. It's a very enjoyable game. Um, mm. 
for you know even though I, I get a, I get a little bit addicted to grinding and I don't like that I don't like that about myself <laughs> so it brings out the worst in me the worst gamer aspects in me yeah I do find myself leveling up Pokemon that I don't need to I was like oh I'll just evolve this guy and yeah. it's like yeah and then not put him on my team so I'm like why did I do that well I'm not sure so if like this guy hours. has an evolution let's get him up to level forty just to make sure <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> <laughs> also embarrassing to play in front of my girlfriend she is always making fun of me for it so. She, she's cool with games. It's just like Pokemon is just like that's just a step, of, you know, too far. I think. Huh. See, we that's, like that's that like, perception. Stop playing that now. People think it's a like a kids game. Yeah. Yeah. And, still it, that and it, it would be a great kids game. It's a little bit more complex than a lot of kids games. But I think giving it to a yeah. kid would be a, a good idea. Yeah. yeah no. Kids. Me? Kids can totally Except handle for it. All the swearing. Yeah, there's a lot of swearing. <laughs> Man, the, that oak, yeah. he drops the F bomb. Pikachu left and says right. Pika, Pika, Pika. Well, it's all just the a time. really, really dark story this time. Pika about this, a... Pika that. Yeah, it is a dark story. <laughs> I don't know where, what side are they on in that story. Are they are they are they saying that we shouldn't liberate animals because I I was totally on Team Plasma. Oh yeah, so spoiler alerts, uh, Koopalings. I was totally on Team Plasma side up until the end. I mean, I recognize that uh, Getsis. Yeah, was. Yeah. Was actually, you know, evil, and his his intentions were bad. But He's like evil from the start, yeah, yeah, we're not really spoiling anything. Yeah, but N was like, he had the right idea. It's like, yeah, this is kind of messed up. Like, you capture all these animals, you force them to fight each other, you like trap them in computers mm-hmm. and stuff. Like, get rid of them, like liberate them and and free them and stuff. And people were like, no, people need Pokemon. I didn't quite get. Oh, po- that and feeling. Pokemon need people. Pokemon need people, and that thing. was the one. That's that the was thing. the part Since where they I was don't like, communicate eh. with you, then they can't. You can't really determine what they need, right? Yeah, it's kind of strange. It seemed a little uh, heavy-handed at the end when they were like, "Oh, it's okay. We're all in it together." <laughs> and then they started singing. We have a really yep. good question this week about that, so let's, let's oh, okay. save a little yeah, bit. Yeah, sorry. Um, about the you know the kind of the philosophical basis of Pokemon. Um, so let's move on to the the big news, which is uh, the reason why a lot of people aren't here is because we're all so busy and uh, we all have uh, 3ds's in the office now, mm-hmm. US ones, which we can yeah. read. Uh, it's been less fun for me because I, I got to say choosing the uh, Japanese menus randomly <laughs> provided some ou- hours of entertainment yeah. really for me. AR games sure. was amazing when you didn't know what you were <laughs> yeah. going to do. Now I'm like, oh, I'm choosing to fish. Yeah, oh. it was very Mr. Sparkle originally. <laughs> and now it's just like, it just feels like a... But you know what? I, I got to say, I, I feel like the 3DS, the reason to buy that game after playing a bunch of launch games, the mm-hmm. reason to buy it at launch is because of that built-in stuff. Like, oh, yeah. Oh, I think it's, it, awesome. it's just yeah. fun to show off. Oh, yeah. But uh, just a little bit about the arrival of it. We had the Nintendo, the Nintendo girls come in. Yeah. Were you there for that? I we were, was. Oh, yeah, we, we were in oh, a video yeah. together, actually. <laughs> but, um, but yeah, they, they brought in these girls with uh, 3DSs uh, chained to them. Um, <laughs> and I, were they the same girls from, from E3? The only reason I, I mentioned mean, this is because I, I was I really excited. You I haven't memorized them, all their right, faces. Um, but <laughs> was that it the was, outfits they were wearing? Stuff? I it, think was it was different. They were different okay. outfits. These okay. were new. new. Uh, they were a little more formal this time. They had jackets. But they, f- they came in like a single file line, like like ten, ten girls and a Nintendo PR guy. Yeah. Just kind of like crowded around editorial. Yeah, one of the girls held out a 3DS and was like, this is where the stylus is. It's like, oh, thank you. Well, actually, I had a pretty <laughs> detailed walkthrough of... Um, uh, Street Fighter from one of them. She she was like, yeah, and this is how you do the power move, and oh, you're missing it, you're missing it. I was like, lay off. <laughs> <laughs> some of them, some of them get into it, and those are. Well, what were they doing were... before? Like, where were they doing their shtick? Like, were they just walking around the streets like with 3ds? I mean, I think I, they had a bus. So they, they must yeah, be going yeah, like Union Square. They're on a tour. Yeah, so they're they're bringing it around to major like cool. malls and other places. So, so well, if you see a big 3ds shaped bus, just you know, 
hijack it and then <laughs> take them all for yourself. You get pretty good holes and 3DSs. Yes. So. Yeah. And, you know, and I really missed out on E3. I always wanted to play a 3DS strapped to a, a spokes model, and uh, I got to do that. So. Yeah, very, we got some happy. snazzy pictures of you we living did. the dream. Yes, I was living the dream. <laughs> um, so we got a bunch of games with it. Uh, I don't know. It, I think they kind of got divided up. Mm-hmm. Do you guys know what the review schedule is going to look like? Just so people can respect it. It looks like it. we can we can start madness right and away, right? Yeah. confusing squiggly lines um, on a sheet of paper. Yeah, they're they're all the embargoes are different. Mm-hmm. Um, but but this weekend we might have some this reviews, this though, right? weekend tomorrow if it kills me we're gonna have Steel Diver. Up. That's incredible. There you go. That's really mm-hmm. cool. So yeah, so this weekend and early next week you should be getting all the first party games because those mm-hmm. have no embargo. And then um, as we get towards the release date, so kind of the end of next week into over the weekend is when the third-party stuff trickles in. Mm-hmm. Um, Ubisoft has a has a launch day embargo, unfortunately, and um, don't quite know a lot of the other ones. We're working that out. Sure. So but we yeah. do, so so in terms of the games, I think the big ones that we're all into are probably Street Fighter, Pilot Wings, Steel Diver, and Nintendo Dogs. Right? Mm-hmm. Is, am I missing anything? Yeah, There's a Rayman, which people are kind of looking at, like, oh, yeah, it I think might that's be okay. April right now. Unless they moved it to launch, I thought that was April. Yeah, okay. I know we have it, but I'm not sure yeah. if it's actually a launch day game. Cool. Well, I haven't played that at all. I've only played yeah. a little bit. It's a bit remake. Of some other I mean, stuff. it's a port. So. Okay. Oh, and there's Super Monkey Ball. That's launch. Yes. Mm-hmm. Can you talk about that? Uh, yeah. Well, Quick thoughts. No, uh, it's embargo okay. until the 25th. Can't talk about that. Can you talk about Steel Diver? Yeah, yeah. I can talk Tell about Steel Diver. Tell us about Diver. Steel Diver, because I haven't played it at all. Yeah. You know what? Steel Diver took me a little bit by surprise, actually, because <laughs> this whole time when I've thought about Steel Diver, I was like, oh, kill me, boring. Mm-hmm. But uh, then I actually sat because down. Because you lived on a submarine for years. So exactly. It's like I'm sick it. of that whole You're scene. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, then I actually had like a lot of time to play it yesterday, and um, I was surprised by how addictive it was, actually. I mean, it's, uh, I don't know. I don't want to give away too much of the review. Addictive enough to pull you away from Pokemon voluntarily? Oh, not voluntarily, okay. but... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but by force. Yeah, but I mean, it's it's way too short, but... What do you do in the it's, game? Okay. <laughs> There's different well, parts. There's different parts of it, right? Yeah, there are different parts. The main mode is the mission mode, and there are seven missions you go through. You have a submarine. There are three different submarines you can choose from. You know, mm-hmm. some of them move faster or have different torpedoes Are they like fat guy, skinny guy, normal guy from ice hockey? There's like young guy, middle-aged guy, old guy. Really. For captains, like, you know, they're all know, they're all pretty studly. <laughs> Obviously, yeah. Are they grizzled and chiseled? Old guy, <laughs> old guy's kind of grizzled. Yeah, yeah. The, the middle-aged guys kind of grizzled. Are they Japanese? You know? uh, no, no, no. Just standard what, what white guys. Handsome white men. Are they part of some imaginary fleet? <laughs> this is hard to get to the gameplay. Yes, they are actually. No, they're the steel divers. They're like steel, this okay. super secret fleet of submarine are they working against, wielders. Are they working against the United working States? Working against. Us? Working against Russia and all those other evil countries. No, not really <laughs> it's Russia. It's a Cold War game. <laughs> Just kidding. <laughs> not really Russia. Interesting. Um, but yeah, basically you have like all these controls on the bottom screen and you have a map and you sort of move your submarine forward or backwards and adjust so the speed the and the slider. depth. No, you just ad- adjust these sliders, which oh, okay. sounds oh, crazy and weird, but yeah. it's actually provides some like really cool strategy. Yeah, because like you have to like navigate all of these mazes without running into walls or getting hit by tornado or tornadoes, <laughs> torpedoes yeah. or mines or anything like that. Are so, there sea monsters? Um, you'll just have to play the game to find out, yeah. Sam. Confirm. <laughs> yeah, sounds like sea monsters are confirmed. There may or may not be a volcano. Whoa, <laughs> all right. An underwater An volcano. underwater volcano. That's pretty cool. Yeah. 
but uh yeah but that's I mean, that part's like a side scrolling yeah it's um, like side scrrolling you just almost go like a from shooter? left shoot? to right you shoot torpedoes yeah, yeah it's it's such a mixed bag because it's sort of puzzly sort of actiony sort of shootery side scrolling mm-hmm. action it sounds like it's the jaws game for the nes i just want to throw that out there. it kind of does sound like the jaws game for the <laughs> nes it is not as bad as that yeah i've not had the pleasure or, or not of playing as good, the depending jaws on your game perspective for the, the nes <laughs> yeah actually some people love the jaws game Yep. Yeah, it's really interesting. The review should go up tomorrow. So. Okay, and then uh, there's uh, there's some multiplayer stuff for it. Yeah, yeah. There we, is. Uh, we're gonna test out maybe later, but mm-hmm. uh, I've, I've heard it's kind of cool. Yeah. Can you yeah, comment on the fact that you uh, actually murder like hundreds of people while you play this game? I mean, you're sinking oh, yeah. ships, you're blowing up uh, submarines. Like that's what the steel divers do. Yep. I mean, you just <laughs> see another vessel and you just, and you just blow just it up. You don't question. ask questions. Shoot first, mm-hmm. ask questions. These are like normal-looking yachts. There's no like they're not firing <laughs> at you yet. You just blow them up. So this is a new Nintendo franchise, right? It is mm-hmm. Nintendo it's ground up. It's a completely up. new IP. Yeah. So that's pretty interesting. It, it, is it was a really long time. It was a tech demo a few years back. Right. Yeah, but it was never a full-fledged game. But never a full-fledged game. game. Yeah. So that's where people kind of recognize the name. So yeah. can you guys already uh, speculate on the implications for an, another Smash Brothers game? Are there going to be a Steel Divers level? Is, is there going to be a Steel Diver that would character? That would be interesting, actually. Not, not a character. There aren't really any characters. I think it would be uh, one of the, um, what are they called, like the trophy things where like some guy comes oh, in. Oh, yeah. You could totally come in and there's something like the assist. Go boom and like, yeah, the assist trophies. <laughs> yeah. It would be cool to have an underwater level with like, different gravity effects. A lot of shooters have been doing an underwater like, level stuff. would be really neat. That where would you be awesome. Where you kind of more floaty. Yeah, and just yeah, up I the like gravity. stuff like that. And like, yeah, Killzone did a anti or no or like kind of low grav level, and Halo did that. Like, I always like that playing with gravity. I just realized that recently. Like, this is something I like in games. Yeah, it's really cool. cool. You can like, sort of really Brothers slow game. down and think course, about you your would, movements. You, you probably wouldn't be into that, right? <laughs> I play with well, the gravity. It would make it less traditional. It would make it less traditional. Oh boy. So uh, I've played Pile of Wings, and I think you have mm-hmm. played a yeah, lot. Yeah, yeah. Actually, played, more than me, but I've Yeah, basically all of the 3DS footage, except for Madden, is mm-hmm. me online. Yeah, so I've played all of those games. You can see her fingers kind of... Yeah, my we don't have a good paint pump. We don't have a good way polish. to uh, capture that stuff right now. No, we over, don't. It's over, over the shoulder. shoulder. Yeah. We're doing it the same way that like blogs and YouTube kids Which would take footage. It's going to make the video interesting. We're hoping we'll have something to make that different, but we don't know. Nintendo provides that kind of thing, so... We we have no clue, but yeah, yeah they've been looking good though. I mean, I like the videos. Yeah, there, yeah. If you can ignore my finger with the chipped off nail polish, they're very enjoyable. <laughs> Don't obsess over it. You didn't get a Manny pedi before him. I know. What was I thinking? I should have gone with Scott. <laughs> yeah, it's Manny's all the time. Um, I was gonna mention that uh, Pilot Wings is really the first time in which I noticed the 3D um, helping, like it, yeah. it helped me out, and specifically on the hang gliding, um, I was kind of cruising towards a red dot. And uh, the red dot is really big once you get up to it that you're going to land on. It's a big landing pad. And once you kind of get over the red dot, it's like all you can see on the screen is like the kind of like the stretched out landing pad below. It's just kind of hard to like know where your shadow is or what's going on. And uh, as soon as I switched on the 3D, uh, I could totally make that landing happen. Oh, yeah. It's surprising, actually, how much the depth adds to the gameplay. Like, I I can't really talk too much about it, but I noticed that when I was playing through Monkey Ball as well. No, no, through Monkey Ball as well, that... um, just it adds such a level of control and precision because you always know exactly where your character, or in this case, the monkey ball, mm-hmm. is in relation to the stage or the other objects on it. So it it actually is kind of exciting. Oh, yeah. it, it has me excited for Super Mario 3DS because yeah, I just know they're going to use it what, expertly. What Iwata was talking about when mm-hmm, he was saying, exactly. like, now we know how to hit yeah, blocks Yeah, because at first you hear it, you're like, I, mean, I, I hit blocks just fine. Yeah. I don't think it'll yeah. add that much, but it really does. Yeah, the uh, one of the launch window game that we played at GDC, Dream Trigger 3D, which is this kind of bizarre shooter game 
but it's got power-ups that come in from the background because you're, like, constantly, like, flying through stuff. Mm -hmm. um, and when you have 3D off, they just kind of, like, are there, and then they'll, like, light up when they're, like, in your plane to grab them. Mm -hmm. But when you turn 3D on, you can watch them, like, come towards you, and yeah, so you can sure. really time it, and that's, like, one of those games that's, like, crucial yeah, because like their size correctly. doesn't really indicate how big, you know, how far close they're getting to you. Right, Because they're exactly. all, like, they don't look that, it doesn't look like that. But then yeah. if you turn on the 3D, you can actually kind of see the parallax it. movement yeah. of it coming closer. That's yeah. really neat. So yeah, I'm actually very surprised about how many games affect things. I found that the yeah. racing games are actually um, easier to play. Yeah, it's cool watching on, like the backgrounds. You can see more you. of the, like mm -hmm. the turns and yeah, Ridge I actually hung mm -hmm. out with Craig recently and he was commenting on that. Um, I haven't noticed that too much with Ridge Racer so far. I wanted to notice it, and I'm trying to notice it, and hopefully... It's not, I just suck it's at that not game, so major. it's hard for me to like, kind it's of really, It's subtle, but, but like, it's kind of But is definitely noticeable, so I do believe that that's, that's a possibility yeah. now. Um, I haven't played much into the game, and and I know I talked to you a little bit about this, but uh, Pilot Wings is, is a game I'm, I was looking forward to most, and uh, I, I'm pretty crushed by how limited it is in scope. And, uh, yeah, I it, it is the Wii Sports Resort Island. It is, it is yeah. that island. I will say that... Um, as yeah, I've talked to Rich about it, he's the one who's reviewing it. Mm -hmm. He's played a lot of it, and I've captured a lot for the website. But um, as you get through the different modes, you know, get through training, get through bronze, silver, gold, it really opens up. You get more vehicles, and you do get more. Vehicles. Oh, you do. Okay, you do. You only start vehicles. with three. You vehicles. only start with three, but it does expand on that, and there's Good. sort of more to and do. And I expected so. it because other pilot wings had been that way, so that's great. Um, yeah. But don't expect to be, you know, exploring. Uh, a, a cool new area or anything because it, it is like right out to the golf islands and everything like it is identical yeah it's just that it's island, island. So. and yeah. uh, i know that island really well because i did the the guide for uh Wii sports resort and cruising around to get those eye points was was actually a blast i really liked that. yeah, yeah. that was really fun in Wii sports i just don't resort. and i were like just kind of phasing out and just like holding it, the motion controller up and just kind of like tilting it that was pretty cool um, I don't know if I want to do that again on the 3DS. So it's probably included in that. But uh, so far, like I like the jetpack. It's fun. Mm -hmm. It's just the challenges weren't that hard so far. Yeah. We'll see. Yeah. I really like the company that's making that. Um, they did uh, Excite Bots and Excite Truck. Yep. And I th or the new Excite Truck too. So they're good. They're called New Something Studios, which I can't remember. Yeah. Sorry. Something. Sorry guys. <laughs> you new guys something are awesome. Studios. Better good luck job. next time, Sam. <laughs> um, Let's see. So briefly, let's talk Okami then. Yeah. That cool. came came and went without me uh, knowing about Somehow, it. Somehow. Yeah. Even though I was really excited about it. And uh -huh. as I mentioned to you earlier, IGN gave Okami Game of the Year mm -hmm. a few years Which back. Which was Twilight a Princess. mistake. Rightly. Was a mistake. Yeah. I like Twilight Princess better. So. Yeah. Twilight Princess is better. Uh, finally, we're out voting on that. I, yeah. I don't think I've ever been in a room at IGN <laughs> which since that. Yeah. That. Anyway. so Right um, here, Sam. High five. Yeah. That was a terrible high fact. Yeah, it was. Yeah, it was awful. It, 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 just proves we're on the wrong side. it was almost as bad as Twilight Princess. Tell us about oh, a, shit. Tell us about how great Okamiden is. Okamiden is really wonderful, actually. Especially if you loved Okami, which I, I, I actually really did love Okami. I thought Twilight Princess should have gotten Game of the Year, but I really did love that game. Um, that you were like 12 at the time. <laughs> I had thoughts. <laughs> uh, you will really enjoy this game. Um, the story, the characters, it's all there. How's, it's all wonderful. It's beautiful, actually. It's never been better using the Celestial Paintbrush. It's never cool. been better than the Can you actually see the, the paint you're leaving on the screen? Mm -hmm. Yeah. That's, that's nice. And like you still have, you have the like limited. No, you have like the limited ink you can use and everything, but mm -hmm. it's... Really intuitive. The camera and like combat and stuff like that. Do, well, uh, the combat is a little simple. You're tapping. Yeah. Well, yeah. Basically, you're just 
tapping, tapping, tapping. But um, tapping, tapping, tapping. Yeah, <laughs> but um, the boss fights actually use the brush techniques and all mm -hmm. that in really interesting ways. So that makes up for it. And really, it's just the setting, the story, and yeah. all of that. Is there a lot to really there for? Uh, yeah. There's. I wouldn't say tons and tons. Is there like, but an, there's is plenty. like an open world? Yeah. Yeah. Okay, definitely. Cool. I, I've been like intentionally keeping myself like out of the loop because I really want to play it. Yeah, that's yeah. kind of one of those games where I don't want to get a lot spoiled. Um, is well, we there have a, copies in the office. So yeah, I can't wait to try up. it out. Is really there good. is there like a different setting than the than the last one? Like, is it a, is it still like fantasy Japan? Yeah, oh yeah, it's it's the same setting. Actually, takes place I think nine months after Okami. Okay. Does it seem like the world is like just kind of like oh, I've been there? Or is, is it still interesting? It's, it's, it is still interesting. You would think that it would because it's the same art style, same gameplay and all of that. Just the same wolf, only little baby chibi yeah. <laughs> version. Same person. No, it's not the same it's wolf. Not the same. It's the okay, sun. It's but, the um, okay. but it's yeah. the sun of the sun. It's sun the sun of the sun goddess. Wow. Well, yeah, know. exactly. Hmm. Interesting. But it's really good. It's Can you still pee on people? <laughs> <laughs> yes, it's still an attack. <laughs> I still haven't tried that. It's really funny. <laughs> no. It's really fun. You had to buy it in the last one. Yeah. I think there was a poop one, too. <laughs> I don't remember a poop one. There was one? Uh, I can't remember. Maybe. The I don't pee remember. one is really cute. The pee one's funny. But um, pee and poop attacks aside, it's a, it's a really awesome game, and it's a shame it's coming out at the end of the life cycle, but um, it's still totally worth checking out. It, it's compatible with the 3DS, just like yeah. all DS games, so if you're your into that kind of thing, you I play Pokemon on a 3DS, and it's totally fine. I got, yeah, yeah, I, I know people too. have been uh, kind of wondering about that, but you know, it's just they just letterbox it. I don't think you can stretch it or anything. It just looks like, looks good. Yeah, it's fine. It's fine. Yeah, the thing about the thing about it is that the 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 top screen though is a little bit like I guess different looking mm -hmm. than than a normal DS screen. Like I think on the DS, like the top screen is like the clear good one because the touch screen can be a little bit grainy, and then on this one it's like the opposite. It's like a lower quality screen I think on top when you mm -hmm. turn off the thing. I kind of noticed that. Anyway, I'll let you guys. Uh, experience that for yourselves um we're gonna move on to mail because we just have like a ton of mail and we didn't get to mail last time that's right so we have quite a stack uh before that i wanted to let you know that if you want to send us an email which we all read now and, and we actually kind of yeah. personally respond to sometimes just because it's fun and you guys have been sending us such funny stuff uh you can email us at nbc at ign.com and you can follow us on twitter at, at ign and we all have little twitter names that you can follow if you can find us and I want so to good luck you with that. Tell what they Figure are. it out. I, I, I'll tell you mine. Mine's Samuel underscore IGN. What? You don't have to tell me. I'm Jack me. outside box. Okay. I'm Game on Aminka. Okay. There you go. Um, and you can also uh, follow the Nintendo uh, voice chat Facebook fan page by just searching that on Facebook. And uh, you, can, you can send me friend invites now because I'm on Facebook. But I will decline Finally them. Finally on <laughs> Facebook. <laughs> I will decline them. Oh. I I I, I'm not into the uh, readers on Facebook yet. I'm just testing the waters. I'm learning it. Yeah. It's it's a new world. So do you decline them or do you just save them for later? I think I potential. press ignore. I don't know what happens when that. Okay, happens. it puts them into a folder. So. Dang it! <laughs> go well, kill that yeah. folder, Sam. Um, so first, let, let's go to this first email from Scott Apolhemus. He says, "Let's talk about Star Fox." Let's. Oh, Gar Fox. <laughs> there you go. There was your there's your Scott Bromley. Yeah. Uh, I'm pretty excited about Star Fox 64 3DS, which, worst-case scenario, will be just a great port of one of my favorite games of all time in 3D. But thinking about it makes me want something more, as in something new. It seems like Nintendo has pretty much failed to make a new Star Fox game that matches the greatness of their originals. Do you think they ever will? I'm, I'm sure someone like Retro Studios could do amazing things with the franchise, or should they give it back to Q Games, who I think showed some promise with Star Fox Command and Xscape, 
was pretty good too. Do you guys even want a new Star Fox game? Yes. I would happily play a new Star Fox game. Check. See, we get this question Absolutely. actually a lot, and that little denouement on the end of the question uh, is the reason I'm answering this because I don't want a new Star Fox game. Really? I'm, cool, I'm cool with the remake. I don't know, man. I, I don't like the characters. I always thought they were You weird. don't like Fox and Falco and Slippy and yeah. Duffy? No, I loved them when I was, uh, I think, 13 or 14 when I got the game. It was, they were like, oh, this is also the guy who hates them. Pokemon. So That's true. I, didn't, I never said I hated Pokemon. i got to say, for the record, Falco's a beast. A beast. That sounded... Okay. Uh, so, uh, beefcake, <laughs> beefcake Falco art next, oh, guys. Oh, jeez. <laughs> oh, I like that idea. Yeah, Beefcake Falco. Let's get that done. MVC at IGN.com. <laughs> Falco's the grumpy one, right? Yeah. Yeah. Whatever. Yeah. Dib, dib it, dib, dib it. That was the slippy. That see, was mine. I like, yeah, I like, see, I like. See, Star that's Fox. the thing that you're, you're doing the brr, 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 voice yeah. and they've moved beyond that. Yeah, sort of. that's Do the thing. Barrel. So I barely yeah. played Star Fox 64, <laughs> so I'm actually really excited. Conversely, I don't want a new Star Fox game, but I'm very excited for a 64 or 3DS. Yeah. But you guys, I mean, you guys have been just as disappointed as I have with other Star Fox games. Yeah. I played oh, of course, of course. Star Fox Adventures oh. is BS. awful. Yeah, terrible. And Star Fox Assault was also not very good. Yeah. And then there was a DS one, which I played, which Star was Fox short. Star Fox Command I actually liked. Yeah, that it's was good. It's short, but it had a lot of branching, like, mm-hmm. missions. Like, you could play it over mm-hmm. and over again, and the story was different, and you could do all these different things. It was yeah. still a short game, but I enjoyed See, it. See, I love yeah, sp- 3D space shooters, but I don't necessarily like being on rails too much. In shooters and like I really like the Halo shooter level in the last Halo game it was freaking great and I've always loved like Rogue Squadron like those mm-hmm. games like I want a Star Fox like that if they're gonna go all out like, oh, definitely. HD or whatever yeah, like I could do that okay but it's still gonna have a stupid anthropomorphic fox for the character and that bugs me what would you want you're to playing be mostly as a jet I mean it's not <laughs> yeah. like you have to look at the fox all the time he's a it's a jet and he just has like you're an R wing he just has a lame personality you can pretend he's a helmet and that's why that helps. that's why Falco's a cooler character because yeah, he's a he's a like kick-ass bird and he's a dick yeah. and then Fox has a girlfriend and you gotta fly real a, well to hang with Falco uh, Crystal is probably the worst addition oh god I hate I, I hate Crystal. that's Adventure's fault yeah that's, uh, she, she's pink Blue. She's blue. She was in the DS one too. Yeah. Making but they Fox broke look up. like a fool. Yeah. They broke up in the DS one. So <laughs> I was like, yeah, it's so like, maybe nah, she won't be in the next one. Don't play Fox like that. And Slippy got married <laughs> to a girl. <laughs> to a girl. Surprisingly. <laughs> Didn't Valka make a comment yeah. like, to Slippy's a girl? Slippy's married <laughs> to a girl? <laughs> to a human girl? No, a far, frog. Like a, a pink it, frog. It's so basically they didn't go the him. Sonic style. The pink. Like, no, they didn't, they didn't the make out with a princess. Yeah. <laughs> that was frightening. Well, let's move on. Michael Wheeler says... Hope that answered the question. <laughs> yeah, yes. <laughs> I think it did. That was, that was a lot of time spent on Star Fox. Uh, dear NBC, who does no, uh, why does no one care about Pilot, Pilot Wings Resort? I seem, It seems like I hear almost nothing about this game. I thought everyone loved Pilot Wings and was desperately waiting for a sequel. <laughs> I wouldn't go that far. It seems to be getting ignored even in the weak 3DS launch lineup. Am I the only one pumped for Pilot Wings Resort? Well, I think a lot of people, not everyone, most people I think don't know about Pilot Wings, unfortunately. Exactly. But um, I think even the people who do are sort of looking at it and don't want to get their hopes up because it just looks like Wii Sports Resort 2, only without golfing and stuff. Yeah, I was trying to hype <laughs> that game, man. Like, I was really interested in it. Yeah. I mean, I'll, I will say, I mean, like we already touched on, you know, it is... Yeah funner than you know you'd think it is once you get into the later levels you unlock more stuff but um i don't know if it's what people were looking for from the next i would have said this is the game to get excited for on the ds launch now i'm going to say everything built into the ds those the, AR games, and yeah. Stuff. yeah, that's amazing. Those are definitely the highlight for yeah. me. Yeah, and not even like for replay or whatever, but just and the, the camera is cool too. But just like if you're gonna show someone to your friends, like, hey, mom, look at this. It's glasses free 3D. There's plenty of stuff yeah. just built into that thing, which is just cool to show off. If you like fighting games, I mean, Street Fighter is amazing and is doing some of the cooler uh, Street Pass stuff. Yeah, 
if you want just sort of a demo of what the 3ds can do pilot or yeah pilot wings is a good way to go too if you just want to experience the depth and all of that and if you like dinosaurs you know what to do has them in it and if you like monkeys and balls (laughs) we've got that covered too (laughs) or poking balls I somehow knew that. That's the first time Sam didn't laugh at the word balls. I was waiting. I take hosting very seriously. (laughs) I'm from the the Damon Hatfield school of of, uh, podcasting. Mm. Yeah, I I study Game Scoop very carefully. You know, what's up, everybody? That is our our premiere podcast. (laughs) Yes. Uh, here's another question uh, from Brandon Sprigler. So I've had a Wii since launch day. My system is a launch system. I'm contemplating getting rid of it and trading up to s- up or down something or just to something. Was thinking about the 3DS or DSi. I have an older 360 as well and would consider some suggestions for that as well. Here's my question. What should I trade if I do trade? Or can you convince me to keep the system <laughs> and wait for Zelda, Conduit 2, and whatever the big end is prepping for release this year? Thanks for any okay. input. I think you're going to get so little money for that trade-in that you should just keep it. Yeah, avoid the trade-in, first of all. But I, it's hard for me to ge- keep you excited about keeping your Wii. Maybe you have a friend who would like your Wii, and then he can oh, trade yeah, you yeah. for something cool. Like uh, like some, a little maybe some jacks or some marbles. Yeah, Pogs. Are Pogs hoop? back? <laughs> Some Bakugan? Ooh, maybe? Pogs. That, that Bakugan. Is a good idea. Yu-Gi-Oh Bakugan. cards. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I like bartering, you know? I always, I'm, uh, I'm in support yeah. of this guy bartering. I just wouldn't do it through a third party. Yeah. yeah I always I, uh, hand down my consoles to my younger brother. I make him... He like he pays for them, so they're his now. Oh, that's nice. nice. But, uh, you know, when I go home, I still have them. So, if like... Like, that's where my 360 mm-hmm. is, because I moved into a, a house that has two had two 360s already. Yeah. So, I let him buy it. So, like, you know, mm-hmm. there it is. But I would say this. Do not trade in your 360. If you are interested in playing games, there's going to be a lot of games this year for 360 that are amazing. If yeah. you don't um, have a PS3. And we don't, don't know what's coming out for the Wii, so maybe wait till June to make that decision. Yeah, you don't I mean, need a do, 3DS till past June anyway. I will right? say, we do have Skyward Sword coming this year. So that's one Heard to that keep one your before. eye on. Heard that one before. <laughs> yeah, this yep. year, next year, whatever. That's great. And Conduit 2, which we have a new video, actually, if you go to mm-hmm. IGN. Uh, right now, you can check out a new Conduit 2 video, yeah. which actually shows... Um, some cool stuff. It's it's showing really really different environments. The problem with the last game for me, I mean, there, I had a lot of problems with it, but one of the major ones is that you're in like buildings and offices. There are hallways yeah. a lot. Yeah, that's what I what we, I think we termed an OFS an office shooter. Mm-hmm. Um, get get sick of those. And this one's like China and like the Arctic and stuff like that. Uh, nevertheless, it looks really old school now, and even more so than when the Conduit came out. It's just because the Wii is not exactly the powerhouse that. Remember when the Conduit. Was the best looking game ever made ever? What well, we before we ever saw it <laughs> before <laughs> before it actually came out and we declared yeah. it as such. Yeah. Uh, okay, let's move on. Oh yeah, to that guy, I'd say I always try and hold on to my systems unless I really, really need to <laughs> need the money or need to buy another system because you don't want to kick yourself if like an Xbox exclusive comes out or a few new Wii games are announced. Yeah, I've never traded in really a contemporary system. Uh, what yeah. once it's like. Before the life cycle is over, except yeah. I traded in my NES for a Genesis, and that was the stupidest oh, thing I've ever done. Yeah. I don't know what I was thinking. I got like eight bucks for Final Fantasy in 1990. I was like, why did I do that? I worked so hard at that save. Now, that anyway. game's awesome, glitches and all. Final Fantasy One. Mm-hmm. It's my favorite Final Fantasy. Yeah, fucking love I'm just it. gonna throw that out there. Yeah. Four is the correct answer, but okay. I like four a lot, and I like six a lot. Uh, Chrono Trigger as well, if we're gonna go that route. But right. Final Fantasy, I don't know. I've, I've been loving on that first game for a long time now. Uh, this guy, I'm going to kind of sum up his letter the best I can, because uh, his name is Josh, 
and he says he's 14 years old. And I want to say that I love the podcast. I love games and IGN. And ever since I started listening to your podcast, I've made up my mind at what I want to do with my life. I want to become a video game journalist, preferably mm-hmm. at IGN. That's great. I'm just going to stop you right there and say <laughs> this is a question we, we answered really well, I think, uh, I think three podcasts ago. We all talked about mm-hmm. how we got our jobs and where, you know, where we started and stuff yep. like that. Yeah, lots of good advice there. Um, I don't know what number it was or anything, but it's seriously. It was like, a few ago, so. It was in the old podcast room, so it must yeah. have been four ago. <laughs> oh. Yeah. Sounds about right. So, yeah, I just want to throw that out there. And that's a topic I actually could talk about forever because I, I think it's really interesting. Mm-hmm. I used to, like, obsess over podcasts where people were talking about that stuff, so check it out. Uh, here's another one from Curtis Meister. Hey, Rich and crew. Come on, fail. Oh. Fail right off the start. <laughs> yeah. Uh, with games like Steel Diver being released at full retail pr- price, do you think Nintendo has lost sight of today's portable market? Why pay $40 for Steel Diver when there are tons of great iPhone and iPad games available for under $10? Thanks, Curtis. I have a problem with this one. Yeah. I think there needs to be a convergence in these prices. I think iPad, iPod games are too cheap. If they're going to be sure. good games. What they are, though, is pretty empty little tiny games. Mm-hmm. The bigger ones are more expensive, but I think there's like a happy medium. I don't. Th- I agree. I don't think we should be paying $40 for like smaller DS games. But, you know, I think they should meet somewhere at some point. Yeah. Some of these some of these DS launch games are more expensive than they ought to be. That's definitely a given. Yep. It's true. Yeah. Um, but at the same time, you show me uh, an iPhone game that gives you as much content as most of these games have. I mean, there are a lot of, there are fun iPhone games. Like people like Angry Birds for some weird reason. But, maybe, um, but like, there's been some cents. backlash about Angry Birds at our office. Never, I was never people a kind fan. Of been saying like, I don't like that game. I play, I keep playing it. Cause I'm like, am I crazy? Am I loving this game? And then I think people finally came around and were like, yeah, we all kind of like, like poked our heads up and finally admitted that we don't like it. But <laughs> Cut the Rope is great. Cut the Rope is fantastic. Yeah. But at the same time, these are not, in-depth games like i would well, not... I'll tell you after playing pokemon like i'm 45 hours in like i was like where did those 45 hours go i'm not even close yeah. to being finished and it's like mm-hmm. that's that's amazing yeah i've got like 60 something that's hours a 40 dollar game and still have like another gosh i, I mean like yeah. all these things i want to do that i haven't <laughs> done yet hundreds of hours like, you can see yeah. that but game. at some point we all know that there's going to be games that big on these other systems but they're going to have requisite development costs and they're going to have to be yeah, exactly I mean, like, a little more expensive i don't think they have the controls for it on the well, iPhone, I, really. Because, totally like, they're that. just not as... Even, like, games like Infinity Blade, you know what I mean? They're just not as tight as just a real game on a handheld. Yeah. So, so it's, it's, like, it's cool for a, just a pocket experience to pull out when I, you need to play a game yeah, for a second. Yeah. But when I want a real portable experience, I want a handheld. And as someone who didn't get uh, free games for the last couple of years... Yes, fair sadly. Yeah, I would say that you have a good perspective on it, and like mm-hmm. it's tough. I mean, it spending tough, your money yeah. on Nintendo games is something that like I used to like only like if I'm gonna buy a game, I'm gonna maybe like return a lot of Xbox. I always keep my Nintendo games. I always return other systems games mm-hmm. for some reason when I buy them. But like I have a great Nintendo collection through the years and stuff, and like I still want that. But yeah, it's like it's 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 expensive to keep up on, man. Yeah, mm-hmm. but yeah, I mean, I will say that Still Diver, Pilot Wings, these games really. I mean, forty dollars is a lot to ask for what they are, but I think what Nintendo's doing with the 3DS launch is trying to give, I mean, they've said this before, they're trying to give more attention to the third parties initially, and they're going to pull out the big guns, Mario, Zelda, Pit, and all of that later this year, but mm-hmm. for now they're trying to give the third party support, and these three, <laughs> Nintendogs, Steel Diver, Pilot Wings, those three first party titles that we're actually getting, I mean, they know people are going to buy them just because they're the only first party Nintendo titles yeah. that are out there, so... I mean, it's kind of silly, but it might be a really good strategy for them. Yeah. 
Because like Steel Diver and Pilot Wings, if that was like one game for yeah. forty bucks, I'd be it would be great. It would You'd be, be like, great. This is awesome. I'd, this is such a good I game. wouldn't feel chipped at all. Yeah. Definitely. All right. So uh, here's another one. Nicholas uh, Kachinko. He says, "Howdy, howdy, Koopa Kings. Any howdy, predictions howdy. <laughs> or outlandish wishes on what Nintendo is going to do with Legend of Zelda's 25th anniversary? My prediction: release date, uh, release upgrades of NES Zeldas, and perhaps a link to the past in 3DS, either in one cartridge, a la Mario All Stars, or separately as downloadable games. My outlandish wish." release a, a confirmation of cross-game connectivity, which validates the split timeline theory, along with the th- release of the proper chronologic and dimensional sequence of the games. Wow. Well, that's not happening. Yeah. So <laughs> Nintendo would have to figure it out. It's certainly outlandish. <laughs> well, Miyamoto has it all written out somewhere. It's uh-huh. all in his head. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, he sure. says he has it down. I know he says it. <laughs> and I do too, <laughs> frankly. I got it all right here. Yeah, it's, all, all it's right here. Um, <laughs> except for that time when we tried to tell people and everyone got mad at us. Yeah. I want I want a, a celebration not on 3DS. I want it to be on a Wii disc. I don't know why I think that. I just like playing Zelda on the big screen. I'm really excited about Karina, though. Yeah, you know, well, my guess is, and my hope is, is that there's going to be a special golden, shiny 3D, uh, Zelda 3DS with like a beautiful Triforce mm-hmm. on it that comes packaged in with Ocarina of Time. Yeah, that would and be in four months we'd be replacing cool our DSs. Yeah, yeah, I'd, yeah. I'd awesome. do it if it had a Triforce, damn it. Yeah, <laughs> me too. I, like, I, like the, I think that's the most likely possibility mm-hmm. at this point. But a lot of people in the office have been saying, that's ridiculous because Nintendo always waits a while to do another color. But it's not really another color. It's like Yeah, it's like a collector. What if they did like edition? a... I don't think they're going to do a collection of games. You don't think so? What mm-hmm. if they do like because Four Swords Adventure with like DS compatibility? That'd be cool. That's interesting. Yeah. I don't know how if they. I don't know if they would do that, that for the anniversary. anniversary. Yeah, I don't know. they said something about about it's something you can play with friends. They made some sort of like multiplayer hint. Yeah. Yeah. When they did that thing, which is the only reason hints. I would think at that because <laughs> that like it it failed. It didn't. Nobody got to play it the way it was supposed to be played. Because no one had like two other friends. Right. In exactly. The game so now like now might be the time. Everyone's got a DS. If you have a Wii, you have a DS. Like that's not yeah. a, a problem. So I think that it might be. An opportunity to kind of try that. I think it'd be cool is if if they if they want to do a really anniversary style release, you know, like they did this for the GBA, GBA I think, um, release the first Zelda mm-hmm. again on 3DS with actual original packaging and everything, make it look really nice, and then have the little pop out 3D effects and just some extra stuffs in that. I just like have a nice collector's edition of the first Zelda game on portable. I always like having that. Okay. Yeah. Definitely. Okay, I'm going to cut down on some of these because we're running out of time. Uh, here's a, here's a, just a totally great uh, question that I've been wanting to read for a while. It's from uh, Who's Asking, because apparently he wants to be anonymous. I don't know why, because it's a great question. It's called The Ethics of Pokemon. I'm a little <laughs> concerned about the ethical and religious implications of Pokemon, so religious. I wanted to pose this question to the resident Pokemon theologists. <laughs> if Pokemon were real, then where would Pokemon fit into the medieval Christian concept of the chain of being? That's like uh, Seraphim down to... Uh, the worm. It's like this whole ontology. I think is what they call it. Yeah. Um, I would. I would guess somewhere between the wild and domestic animals. But what the hell is one supposed to do with the pseudo wudo? <laughs> if placed, be- that's. I think that's a a wood Pokemon. That's it's a. a it's a. Not, it's a rock Pokemon yeah. that looks like a tree. That's why okay. he's that's pseudo wood. Yeah. Okay. If placed between trees and other plants, would it be ethically sound to process pseudo wudo into pulp and paper? Please keep in mind this classification could bear great significance on vegetarian ethics concerning the issues of eating pseudo-wudo. 
Uh, similarly, are Pokemon part of Buddhism's Wheel of Samsara? Which is to say, <laughs> can people be reincarnated as Pokemon? Or is oh it possible, and they can, that, that's actually proven. Bill became a Pokemon in the first the, game. The, uh, through a teleporter accident. The, yeah. the candle Pokemon, the new one, is, is yeah, you're right, you're right. Um, and so, so is the... Uh, is they the are part of Buddhism's Ghost Wheel of Samsara. Ghost Mask mm-hmm. are dead people. Yeah, Mask. Uh, okay, which yeah, is to say, yeah, can mask. people be reincarnated as Pokemon? Or is it possible when Onyx is slamming the bleep out of a Zapdos, could it could really be slamming the bleep out of my great-grandmother? <laughs> Please do not spend too much time discussing the awkward phrase, slam, slamming the bleep out of my great-grandmother. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, wow. Anomofo. I guess his name is Ananomofo. Uh, so, so I always thought... Um, the There's lack, some troubling stuff about Pokemon. There is some troubling stuff about Pokemon, and um, one of the things that um, a lot of JRPGs have that Pokemon doesn't is the concept of uh, theology and like churches. Like there, there are. Um, gosh, which one was it? Is it Heart Gold and Soul Silver that has? One of them has a has church. A, has a religion in it. Oh, it is. It's you're right. Silver. It is. Gold it and is. Silver has a church. That's and, right. And it, yeah. It, is there a holy Pokemon? Oh, Arceus invented well, Ar- the Ar- universe. Yeah, you're right. They they do they do kind of hint that Pokemon may be like kind of these elder gods kind of. Because I saw in the first season of the cartoon that Pokemon came from outer space. No, Clefairy came. Yeah, from outer really. Space. Moonstone, hello. Yeah. Um. But, but yeah, it's always it was always this interesting thing that they didn't kind of include that in, and they do generally trying to take that out of kids' games. Yeah. yeah. Um, but what about I, the pseudo-Wodo thing specifically? Like, that's, like, a good question. Like, where does it fit in? Yeah, I wrote an scale? article about, like, how how the Pokemon universe eats meat. Like, mm-hmm. is all, like, if you're getting a hamburger it's in all Pokemon World, there's actually, isn't in the cartoon there's actually actual birds in addition to bird Pokemon? There's, like, in little the, tweet birds. Mm, I think so. In the cartoon, I, I think seen. you only no. ever see things, never but you yeah. definitely see them eat yeah. meat. And su- yeah, sushi. They eat sushi. Is it all Magikarp? They eat sushi. They eat uh, they eat like kind of like yakitori. Yeah, yeah. Kind of stuff. I feel so like, like I've heard them joke about eating Magikarp. And they have they have milk. Maybe. And Maybe. it's new one, but it's not from a Pokemon. No, it is. It's from Miltank. Okay, that's a creepy. cow. Yeah. So then the, the 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 weirdest thing to me about Pokemon is that in this new game, and this has happened before, you catch really human like Pokemon. Mm-hmm. Like there's one that's just a goth girl. Yeah, the goth- Gothitelle. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's messed up. And then there's it this is. piece of cotton that becomes like a pretty southern damsel. What the heck? Yes. Yeah, you can't keep her at that point. <laughs> well, and just the, the like she wants on. to yeah. be there, Sam. She yeah. needs you. I mean, there are a lot of there are a lot of really serious issues with it in the sense that like all of them have been perceived to be intelligent enough, or I would yeah. say mm-hmm. they're sentient. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And then, but then see, you, I uh, think Plasma should have taken that angle. You should have. Yeah. Like, look, look at how different is your Lilligant than your girlfriend, you know? Like, yeah. Or mm, yourself. That's weird. Well, I'm just saying. Like, Pokemon marriages? Yeah. Um, but, uh, <laughs> so, like, they, they kind of talk about it and, like, oh, you know, people need Pokemon and Pokemon need people and stuff. And, like, all the ones in your party love you. But they don't ever talk about, like, the hundreds of them that I have they in just a stuffed PC in your box. box yeah. I never talk to you. And I, I don't know. Are they, like, in coma? Do they get sad? Do they start hating you? Because I know there's, like, the no, scale. No, but it's but funny. There's the happiness points. And when yeah. you put a Pokemon in the PC, it resets. It doesn't, like, go to zero or anything. It resets okay. to what it is when you first catch it. Oh, interesting. Yeah. So if you're yeah. trying to level up the happiness of a Pokemon to evolve very, them or something. very annoying. Which mm-hmm. is. You have to keep them in your party forever. Well, I didn't but know don't put well, them in your PC because that resets it. So that's great. Yeah. Yeah. Um, okay, let's move on because uh, I did want to get this one in too. This is a non-3DS question from Sean Parker. We only uh, accept questions in 3D from now on. 
<laughs> a couple of weeks ago, Jack requested listeners to stop writing about the 3DS. This shattered me for five seconds, maybe. But I've, I've got a more ridiculous question now. If you had to literally fight in a cage match scenario with hundreds of elderly people to survive, how many do you think you could beat up before they overwhelmed you? 6,758. That's, That's a lot. A lot of yeah. old people. Don't worry. If by any chance this question sounds <laughs> offensive, old. then picture it as cartoon violence. If not, then real violence. There you go. One at a time, or are they all like rushing at me at once? How old are they? Well, I think there's. Uh, the are like, are they fifties or eighties? That's a big at once difference. Could you How old are they? I think it's at, so. It's at once. They're so cartoon like, old people. So they, okay. you're in a cage, and as many old people as you say are also in a cage, and you just go. Like, are they just flooding in from a, a certain? Dozen. Are they flooding yeah. in from I'm a certain entry point? Well, I, depending on how many you have, they could be surrounding you, right? Yeah, right. That's true. Um, the I problem with this is that th this is just a proxy for zombies, and we've seen how people fare against zombies. It's not well. Do you have any weapon in there? It's with true. You? You're right. They're you? slow, but like just the sheer mass of people. <laughs> yeah, exactly. The, the difference being that that um, old people don't have teeth, so they couldn't bite you. Some oh, have dentures, true. though. So, dentures. Yeah, but you just pull those out. They're like mm, it's that's gum, true. Keep that's true. In. They have those yeah. like walkers that can like stab you with. Yeah, but they can't lift them up. Yeah, that's yeah. True. they're walkers. I think I think. But once old those start are, piling up, you're screwed. Yeah, you know it's really a. It's crafty. I mean, if the cage is big enough and you can move around a lot, mm -hmm. I think I, I would have a much bigger chance. As soon as they, like, blocked off, like, and fully surrounded you, that's when you'd be in trouble. Just grab yeah. one old person and use it to, <laughs> to hit the, the other, other ones. ones down. That they, would be cartoon they, violence. This is, this is uh, based on the um, how many six-year-olds could you take. That's uh, actually an internet um, website <laughs> where you take, a, you take a fairly long quiz about Is it like your the Scientology quiz? It's it's this big one about <laughs> about how physically fit you are, and then they tell you like how many six year olds you could like. How many six year olds could you take down, huh? I don't. It was like nine or something. <laughs> like it's not as many as you think it would be because okay. you know like yeah. those, okay. I mean kids are like it sounds very scientific. Yeah. Kids are like They're energetic. They're short though. They're so short. Yeah. Before we sign off, we have one more thing to do, and that's to give some shout outs to some amazing art we got. I don't want to talk about art because I think that's stupid. But I will mention people's you think names stupid and explain. Or a talking about it. No, I, I mean I like talking about <laughs> classical art and modern art, but not about the art, the fan art we get too much because wow, I, can't yeah, all wow. I can't, I can't explain it. We'll, we'll post Thanks it for the in the story art, as much everyone. as possible. We'll show it to you. All right, we're gonna put it up on my the, Pokemon um, art. Let me show you it. We Jack put it up on the Facebook fan page, and we'll we'll put yeah. a couple up on the Jack and I itself. love the fan art. But there's some great stuff. We got a, we got some Mario's. Uh, we got a platypus Mario that was really cute, and a Sam Claiborne Mario, which my, is awesome. Which that'll, is that'll definitely I'll, go up. Yeah, I got my uh, trademark uh, look and gait. Um, <laughs> Does that's from your Ian, shirt? Ian H. Morris. He does that's a great the shirt stuff. you're wearing right now. Yeah, it is. Um, and then from Jackson Lee, we got Drunken Kid Link. I don't know if I printed that one out. No. Uh, it's That's funny. It's Link against a wall. And yeah. He's like drunk. He's like puking. It yeah. looks great. It looks, he looks great, Jackson. Really sad. Um, from Ian Morris, we did that one. Uh, Nicholas Bess sent us a DuckTales one where we got that. Oh, yeah. Duck so it's DuckTale Mario, right? It's, it's Mario with a little DuckTale. Yeah. And uh, he's Mario. jumping in the air. Woo. -woo. After money. It's pretty cool. Might solve a mystery here, Ray History. And then uh, this guy, the Mike, Mike Brody, hat. went all out and sent us a huge amount of animals who have Mario faces. And they're so funny. And there's a million of them. We got, My uh, favorite is Banana Mario. Yeah, Banana Mario is good. There's a random piece of pizza in the corner of this paper. But Beaver, we got a good Beaver Mario. <laughs> we got Elephant. He did this with, like, a, you know, you just slap these faces on his original drawings and they look fantastic. A shark, the porcupine. The kangaroo one's pretty amazing. He followed up yeah. with uh, Mario Hat Suit Mario. It's just a Mario face on a hat. And we got a flower suit, hammer suit, a baseball. Mario's a baseball. That's good. And my favorite one, first year art school suit, Mario, 
which uh, is a picture of, of Mario on a well-shaded cube in the sphere. Yes, it's good. True. Good shading. And Grimace Mario. Yep, and Grimace Mario there. Uh, he just went all out. we got to get some of those on the fan site. And then we have one more from an amazing Nicholas Bess who did uh, Beefcake Link. <laughs> he says, hey, I love the podcast. Jack did a great job hosting. So glad you guys yeah, finally came up with good fan art material. So by request, <laughs> it's Beefcake Link. Hope you enjoy this. It made me very uncomfortable to work on. Since, since that Even was more than the Craig Kirby I made before. <laughs> oh, that... this is the Craig Kirby guy? Yeah. Oh, Once again, the Nintendo sense. fan art will be the most disturbing fan art. So thank you, Nick. Yeah, since it this picture's a... directed at me, let me just say that other than being unsettling, it's very, very well drawn, but fail, adult hack. Link does not have a slingshot. <laughs> <laughs> but this one does. Yeah, he drew in a slingshot. It's, it's it's incorrect. And also the boomerang, you know, right? Uh, I don't think Adult Link has a boomerang. No, he has a boomerang, of course. Okay. He has a Gale boomerang. Well, that's in Twilight Princess. Yes, I know. Now, I will say that I've had a little bit of vodka today. But <laughs> go try I would the 3DS. <laughs> yeah, go after I, yeah. What I like about Beefcake Link. I'm it, putting him above my cubicle. And it's like really, it's kind of like done like fantasy art, but like you can see like the neck is totally like Conan inspired. <laughs> yeah, yeah no, it, it's actually. The neck is as thick as the bicep. It's actually a really nice drawing. <laughs> yeah, it's good. Yeah. And it, Jack would hit it. it so would, there you it, go. It's the full that. package. Anyway, we yeah. gotta get that one up too. <laughs> actually, the only thing he didn't overly accentuate is the package. We got some Thank, other good arts, thank too. <laughs> we got a, a Mario in a Sonic suit, which I didn't print out your email name, and that was nice. And then a funny picture of me, again, which is ridiculous. But uh, that about covers it for this week. I'm sorry we are so low-staffed, and I hope you enjoyed the podcast. Yeah. Hey, but Sam, before we go. Sure. Um, I wanted to give a shout-out to everyone in our Facebook fan group. Uh, a few weeks ago, I spammed all of their Facebook inboxes telling them to vote for my Gunkle, who was up for a Shorty Award in the author category. And they did. Like, over 100 people actually went and voted for him, which was awesome, you guys. And it turns out he uh, made the finalist round. Wow, so, nice. um, I'll be in New York City um, next weekend, the weekend of the 3DS launch, um, to attend the uh, award show with him and wow. see if he actually uh, gets an award for best author. And um, I'm probably going to make it out to the Nintendo World Store for the 3DS launch. Oh, so, if any cool. of you are in the oh. area... And you're going and you really want to go Bring to your the 3D 3DS camera. launch? Yeah. Uh, come out there. I promise to buy you guys a beer if you voted. So, uh, I guess I'll do that. Or That's you can gonna... trade Pokemon cards with. We them can if trade you're Pokemon. <laughs> yeah. Um. Yeah. I'll give you a cool Pokemon. We'll figure something out if you're underage. But yeah, everyone, go out there if you're in the area. Definitely, like, we'll tear it up. We'll make IGN take over the whole uh, 3DS launch. And thank you for teaching us that spamming the Facebook page does work. Yeah, I will try to <laughs> not do that a lot, but it, it works really well. <laughs> Thanks, guys. Thanks. See ya. Peace, Google. Contained herein are the heresies of Radolf Burntwine, erstwhile monk-turned-traveling medical investigator. Join me as I uncover the blasphemous truth of a plague-ridden world, that ours is not a loving God, and we are not its favored children. The Heresies of Radolf Burntwine, coming January 2nd, wherever podcasts are available.